Hi, and thank you for joining us again on the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center podcast. We're back after a short hiatus. I'm John Neuer, Communications Director for PBPC. And joining us today is Mark Steer. Mark is the Director of the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center and the Chair of the We the People Pennsylvania campaign. Mark is going to catch us up on what We the People has been doing both right before and right after the election a couple weeks ago. And he'll also talk to us about looking ahead to 2019 and beyond. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, John. So let's give a quick recap. Like I said, we have been on hiatus here at the podcast for the last few weeks post-election. So can you uh, recap for us some of the work of the We the People campaign over the last few weeks and where the campaign is now post-election? Sure. So let's let's just do a quick uh, election recap. We, uh, as I think folks have, who've been following us know, secured the endorsement of 122 candidates for the General Assembly uh, this year to our uh, agenda, uh, the We the People agenda. Um, as I think folks know, our goal was to try to make clear to people that there was a real distinction between one side and the other in this campaign, between those who have been saying we have to keep cutting taxes for the rich and cutting spending for the rest of us. And those of us in the We the People campaign who are saying we really need to be investing in people, investing in infrastructure, um, building our economy from the bottom up with higher wages and higher benefits, protecting our air and water, um, educating our population, and securing our democracy. Uh, We were very pleased with the election results. Uh, In the General Assembly that begins in January of next year, 46 representatives and seven senators uh, who endorsed the campaign will be serving. Um, we saw that in a lot of the uh, election results, uh, candidates who supported the agenda won. Um, in fact, five Senate candidates and 14 House candidates flipped seats that had previously been held by people who were not supportive of our agenda. And of those uh, uh, 19 uh, changed seats. Um, 16 of them actually endorsed the agenda, and many others campaigned on uh, our six principles. So we're really pleased that that people of Pennsylvania seem to have uh, stood up and said, hey, we want a different direction in Harrisburg. And the different direction they're pointing to is the one that uh, the We the People agenda outlined. And the Funny thing we also saw is that, and this really confirms the, the shift in Pennsylvania politics, is that people on the other side started to use our language. Um, quite strikingly, the Speaker of the House, Mike Terzai, was in a difficult election battle, and he started talking about how he was a big champion of education and how much additional funding he brought to his district and to the state for funding K-12 education. Uh, he neglected to say that uh, most of this new funding replaced funding that he, in fact, led the way in cutting uh, under Governor Corbett. Uh, you know, they say that uh, hypocrisy is the tribute that vice pays to virtue. And the fact that candidates who in the past were always talking about how they were holding down spending and cutting taxes for the rich now are talking about investing in education and making taxes fair suggests that uh, Pennsylvania is changing, and we believe our campaign and the work that so many people did uh, in embracing it, um, in taking our literature door-to-door and in 
spreading the word of the campaign on Facebook uh, had, you know, some impact on, on changing the direction of our politics. So I, I've been wondering about this. We've done a couple of episodes about the We the People campaign, but obviously all of them pre-election. Um, now that we think about the campaign in the context of post-election work and legislative outreach, uh, grassroots advocacy, you know, how do you think the campaign compares to movements like, uh, you know, the Tea Party in 2010, or even something like Grover Norquist's tax pledge, which obviously have a very important post-election accountability components to them? Well, I think that's a good point, and uh, I've been telling people all along that um, in designing We the People, we've looked to model sometimes on the right of how we can marry grassroots activism to legislative advocacy. Um, we take the agenda seriously. We take the endorsement of, of the agenda by candidates for office and now uh, state senators and state representatives in office very seriously. And we expect that we're going to work with those legislators, including the leaders of both the House and the Senate, to move forward uh, legislation that reflects the We the People agenda. We understand that, that at the moment uh, the General Assembly is still in control of people who don't necessarily see eye to eye with our agenda. And we understand that it takes time to move legislation through the General Assembly under the best of circumstances, and that it's going to take time to draft pieces of legislation and to, to for people in the General Assembly and beyond it to learn more about it. Um, but we're expecting significant movement in the direction of the We the People agenda. And even if we cannot pass legislation this year and next, we expect some uh, attention to our, our ideas and uh, some legislation around which people throughout the state can rally and we hope to to use that legislation uh, to to get uh, citizens of Pennsylvania even more engaged in the legislative process and making it clear to legislators who've endorsed the agenda that we expect action and making it clear to those who didn't endorse the agenda that um, they they need to talk to their own voters who we believe actually do support uh, most of the ideas on our agenda. So it, that that kind of sounds to me in a way like what you're talking about is that there's this need for uh, the people to have sort of lobbyists in Harrisburg, that you have all of these other special interests, um, big dollar interests, corporate interests who have their army of lobbyists and you know is it is that one way to think about it that basically what you need is that the people need some kind need a lobbyist uh, yeah. more or less in yeah. Harrisburg. yeah i i think we use the theme right after the election that democracy doesn't end on election day um, democracy is something that uh, we all are engaged in every day 365 a year uh, the political philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau once said, the people are free only one day a year when they go to the poll. But that's not really true because what legislators do um, is, of course, influenced by who they are, but it's also influenced by who they hear from in the course of a year. Uh, citizens uh, can be enormously effective in 
shaping what happens in the General Assembly by going and uh, contacting the legislators by by sending them a letter, by sending them an email, by making a phone call, um, by going to their office, um, by going to Harrisburg for a rally, by standing with other citizens uh, at a town hall demanding action. Um, there are lots of ways to make your voice heard. And people speaking up really does have an impact. It does make it possible to accomplish things in a legislature that couldn't be accomplished any other way. And the fact is, uh, the special interests are always there. They have lobbyists. They make campaign contributions. Um, but you know what we always say? The power of organized people can defeat the power of organized money, if there are enough of us and if we're organized enough. So we're planning on continuing uh, We the People. It didn't end Election Day. Uh, we're moving into a phase in which we're going to spend a lot of time uh, going around the state, educating people about um, some of the key pieces of our agenda that are moving in, in the General Assembly, and in asking people to reach out to their legislators in all the ways I just mentioned, and others to, to uh, in influence the legislative process. Well, that leads into my last question, and you already started to answer this, but maybe to get into it in a little bit more detail. How are you thinking about the We the People campaign and and keeping activists and advocates and, you know, first time activists, newly engaged advocates, folks who really jumped in um, as as interested supporters and activists in 2018 um, involved in this process in 2019. You know, the legislative um, season is, is much different, uh, longer, more drawn out. Uh, the dynamics are much different than just focusing focusing on a single election day as sort of the um, the you know the, the end goal um, when you're trying to get people involved in an elect more of a, a, a election based campaign. Um, so you know how how are you thinking about 2019 um, and then leading into 2020 and the sort of longer term organizing that has to happen in a legislative session. Well, there's a certain rhythm to the legislature, uh, and we're going to follow that rhythm to a certain extent. Um, we're going to start in January. We're going to give everyone a little bit break around Christmas in the first week of January or so. But then we're going to start doing uh, various events where we kind of educate people about what we think is happening, um, what our key legislative asks are, what... Uh, the response we've gotten so far. Um, we're going to do this in town halls. We're going to do this in um, house parties, uh, meetups at bars and coffee shops. So first thing I would say to people, if you're interested in, in being part of this work, then look look for these events. And actually before that, if you want we want us to tell you about the events, go to wethepeoplepa.org and sign up so that you're on our list, because we're going to be telling everyone on our list about when these events are. So that would be the first stage. We're hoping that um, some of the legislators, including many of the ones who were recently elected, will be joining us at these town halls so that they can keep hearing from the people who support this agenda about what they uh, want from the legislature, and so the legislators can give updates about their own efforts to move new legislation uh, through the General Assembly. Um, There'll be a, a, a moment where the governor introduces his new 
budget, and we'll be doing our budget summit as usual in March, and we'll be inviting people to that. We'll be talking a lot about budget priorities. Um, I suppose some of the things the governor wants, we will support. We may have more aggressive goals than the governor has put forward, and we're going we're gonna to not be bashful about saying where, where those are. Um, there'll be moments where legislation's introduced and we may be doing some press conferences around them. Um, there may be hearings about some of that legislation, either official ones from the General Assembly or uh, some of the uh, committees will, will, uh, of the Democratic Party may be out and talking about some of these uh, pieces of legislation. We're going to invite people to testify and share their experiences and come show their support for critical pieces of legislation. We're going to be looking for moments to really put legislators on record, um, either a vote on the floor or a vote in committee, or if it's hard to get those votes uh, to be held, then we're going to simply ask legislators to, to co-sponsor legislation. So if there's, like, say, a key piece of legislation on health care or on securing our democracy, we are going to ask we the people activists to contact legislators and say hey we want you to sign on to that we want you to to co-sponsor it and if not we want to know why not because uh if you're with us already this is something you should co-sponsor and if you're not with us uh, if you haven't endorsed the agenda well why not we want this um so we'll be looking for opportunities to then lobby legislators go to their offices um you know take some kind of direct action to, to push them to do things that, that are part of this agenda. Uh, there's going to be a lot of activity, a lot more activity than people have seen uh, in the legislative process in Pennsylvania for a long time. And, you know, legislators are going to have to get used to it. They're not right now. We once showed up at an office to lobby for a shale tax last year, and 10 people showed up, and they called the cops because they said, we've never gotten 10 people to come to our office before. We didn't know why you were here. We were scared. Uh, that's not going to happen uh, after a while because they're, they're going to have to get used to a whole new level of activism from their constituents uh, that we hope to generate with the We the People campaign. And we expect that over time, that will change what legislators do. And if it doesn't, it will change who's in the legislature because 2020, uh, 2020 is you know only uh, 23 months away, uh, the election day. And um, we expect that the, all the people we mobilize are, are going to, um, in other venues, not the We the People campaign, but in other respects, uh, get engaged in electoral work as well. So that's kind of what the plan looks like. And it's very exciting for us that uh, we have the capacity to help uh, mobilize people uh, in this legislative process this year. Mark mentioned the website. We'll put a link to that in the description of the podcast. He also mentioned um, um, uh, the, the Facebook page. We'll put that there. It's a good place to go for information to follow what the campaign is doing. And into 2019, when there are events happening, um, that's a, a great place to just keep an eye on um, for information about those events. Mark Steer, director of the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center, also the chair of the We the People PA campaign. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time to give us an update. I'm sure we'll be talking uh, again soon, but um, if not uh, before the holidays, have a great uh, holiday break. And as you said, 
back when uh, when folks are back in January, um, things things move very quickly, um, and and so I think everybody needs to be rested and ready to roll. That's right. Uh, let's uh, we should all understand it's a long process to changing the state, but. Uh, there are going to be a lot of steps forward, and we're going to start taking pretty soon, and we're going to work really effectively. Hope everyone has a nice holiday, and thanks, John, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget, check out our website, penbpc.org, P-E-N-N-B-P-C.org. There you can find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our blog, our policy papers and memos, as well as links to more podcasts just like this one. Thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.